Good day, everyone, and welcome back to the Leadership in Quarters podcast. My name is Josh Selden, and I'll be joining you on this leadership journey. Episode three is all about empathy and accountability. During this episode, we will be talking about what empathy is, how it impacts culture, and how you can create a balance between being empathetic while also holding people accountable. So what exactly is empathy? What does it mean to you? What does it mean to be an empathetic leader? Empathy is understanding others' emotions and the situation that they're in. When you truly understand someone and their emotions, you can share their feelings and their thoughts. You can tell when they're happy, when something's wrong, or maybe when they want to speak up but can't will themselves to. So what does being empathetic have to do with being an effective leader and building a healthy culture? When you're empathetic, you connect to people on an emotional level. It's beyond the basic, high-level understanding you have with that person. You start to understand how someone is feeling just by looking at them, talking to them, or interacting with them. It is so important to begin building that empathy muscle because you begin to realize that everyone you work with or interact with has something going on in their life. I want to say that again because it sounds simple, but understanding this is extremely important. Everyone has something going on in their life. We need to understand that and come to terms with the fact that we may never know all of what people are going through. People come to work to do their best while trying to ignore everything going on outside of work. Things don't just happen outside of work hours. Many times people are dealing with things both during and outside of work hours. People are going through divorces, they may have mental health issues, or they could have a sick kid or family member at home. All of these things weigh on people, in addition to the normal day-to-day stress and work stress. In these situations, the stress that people are under come out in different ways. It can show up as apathy, anger, lethargy, or even mood swings, just to name a few. I had a situation where I had a team member that was always in a bad mood. He seemed like a nice person, but all of a sudden he started acting like a jerk to people. No matter how nice people were to him, no matter how innocent the question was that they asked when they needed help, he'd respond with anger, sarcasm, or just blow them off. People started avoiding him, stopped asking him questions, and not only did the team morale go down, but results did too. This went on for a while, and the initial reaction we had was to go through our accountability system. Makes sense, right? This person seems extremely toxic, and the impact he was having on culture was obvious. Why wouldn't we want to work him through our system in order to fix our culture? I'm sure you can see where I'm going with this, but there was more to the situation than meets the eye. This is where that empathy muscle kicked in. Instead of having a sit-down with him, talking about everything he's doing wrong and why we're writing him up, we had a sit-down to talk about him and if everything was okay. I explained how myself and his team have noticed the change and the impact that this change is having on his team and the culture of our organization. I told him that he was under no obligation to tell me anything, as we can't force anyone to share their personal struggles with us, but if he wanted to share, I was here to listen. He ended up telling me how he was going through a divorce. His behavior began changing around the time that he and his wife decided on the divorce. Since then, they had been in constant fights, and due to changing of sleep arrangements, he wasn't getting much sleep, so he was coming to work exhausted each day. After opening up to me, he ended up feeling comfortable enough to open up to his team as well. Now that everyone understood his situation, they supported him. They ensured to cover for him if he ever needed to step away to make calls regarding the divorce. He also ended up finding help outside of work. And now, with support inside and outside of work, he began turning his attitude around. He wasn't exactly the same as he once was, but he improved a little each day. He went from being on the brink of leaving the company to being that team's leader. All of this progress just because someone chose to ask about his life, rather than just assume he was a bad employee. Now, this won't always be the case. 
Sometimes people are just apathetic or make choices that don't align with the culture that you're building. But it's always worth tapping into your human side and asking the why before acting. Setting the stage to allow these kind of conversations is extremely important. If our culture is healthy, people will feel comfortable enough to bring their true selves to work. As people feel more comfortable and valued within their team, they will be more likely to share their situations. Again, they are under no obligation to share with us what's going on in their lives. But if we've done our job building the right culture, they will be more likely to do so. This is all tied to trust being built. You can refer to episode two on trust for more information. But the trust that we build with the individuals on our team creates the foundation needed to enable openness and sharing. When we have openness and sharing, we get a view into the lives of our team members, which allows us the opportunity to be empathetic. It's very difficult to be empathetic if we don't know what's going on in the lives of our team members, but it's still possible. All you have to do is try and put some effort into it. It's pretty obvious why being empathetic is so important and its impact it has on the relationships that you're building. But what exactly happens if we approach situations without empathy? If we take all situations at face value, it's extremely easy to make assumptions. If someone continuously calls out sick, it's extremely easy to assume that they're using the system. If you had someone call out sick every Wednesday, what would be your first thought? That someone is trying to get out of a day of work every week? That they have something going on every Wednesday that they are prioritizing overwork? What if, rather than assuming that the person is cheating the system, we seek to understand what's going on in their life? If we approach the situation from the angle of care and empathy and ask if they're okay, maybe we would find out that they have to take their mother to a doctor appointment every week. Maybe they take a certain medicine once a week and the side effects of it make it impossible to come in the next day. If we don't attempt to understand why things are happening, then we can't help. There is no guarantee that we'd approach the situation any differently but having an understanding of the why could always allow us to help if possible. Having empathy also encourages people to continue sharing. If you had something happen in your life and you told your leader about it and they blatantly didn't care or just brushed it off, how would you feel? What if it happened again? How many times would you allow this to happen until you just gave up and didn't bring it up again? Without empathy, trust starts eroding and people will eventually stop sharing. And when this happens, our culture starts moving backwards. The focus so far has been about how to properly approach situations with empathy, but how do you do so without being taken advantage of or risk going too easy on people all the time? There's a very fine balance between empathy and holding people accountable. Before understanding how to have this balance, we need to first understand what accountability is. Accountability is setting clear expectations with your teams and ensuring that they execute those expectations. We hold them responsible for their actions or inactions. Knowing that, It seems like it's extremely easy for empathy and accountability to be in conflict with one another. That's why it's extremely important to have a fine balance between the two. We need to make sure that we are as consistent as possible when we approach each situation while taking the individuality of each situation into consideration. As we aim for consistency, we also have to understand that every situation is a little different. Though on the surface things may seem the same, occasionally the details behind the situations differ and would cause us to react in these situations differently. Sometimes there are situations that are out of people's control, and we should always take that into consideration. Let's take a look at some examples. You have two people that showed up 15 minutes late to work today. Initially, we would hold them both accountable and write them up for being late to work. But this is the time that we look below the surface and flex that empathy muscle if the situation allows. This is where we seek to understand the why behind people being late. As we ask and dive into the details, we find out that the first person who showed up late got rear-ended on their way to work. 
They left on time and were waiting at a traffic light when someone was on their phone and rear-ended them. They had to wait for the cops to show up, get everyone's information, write the report, and ensure everyone is okay before they were able to finish coming to work. We find out the other person realized they needed to get gas on the way into work. So how do these situations differ? The first person got into a situation that was completely out of their control. There was nothing that they could have done to avoid it other than possibly leaving their house a little earlier, though they can never predict they'd be in an accident. The other person made a conscious decision that culminated in the end result of them being late. They decided the night before not to get gas, because who has the energy to get gas after a full day of working? They have now put themselves in a tough spot, where they absolutely need to get gas the morning of work, but did not leave the house early enough to get gas to show up to work on time. It's this type of compounding bad decisions that caused them to be late, but all of which could have been completely avoided. Knowing all of this information, we would approach each situation differently. With empathy, I would not write up the person who got into the accident for being late. Again, they had a situation that was completely out of their control. I would write up the person who is late due to needing to get gas, since all of the decisions that they made that led up to that were completely in their control. The outcome of the situation is different than first thought, since we dove deeper into the details before making a snap accountability judgment. I do want to reinforce the point again that we can't allow empathy to prevent us from holding people accountable. We do want to treat each situation individually, but we need to make sure we don't allow emotions to completely sidetrack us on our leadership duties. If we only empathize and only tap into our emotions without getting all the data and looking at the big picture, it's extremely easy to be taken advantage of. Everyone will always have a reason why they were not able to do something, whether it's to show up on time or just to do their job. You have to train that empathy muscle so you know when to use it and when not to. You need to be human while also making sure you don't get taken advantage of. As I've said, this is a very important balance. The other risk that exists with this is only being empathetic with some people while holding everyone else accountable. When this happens, there becomes a view of favoritism. People will see certain people being treated a different way than others and will immediately think their leaders are playing favorites. Creating this divide will slowly erode the culture that you and your team have spent so long building. And again, word of these types of things spread and last. They are not things that immediately go away, even with a change in approach. The key to all of this is consistency and balance. Be consistent in your approach, evaluate every situation individually, and have empathy when it matters. Empathy and accountability is a partnership that allows you to create excellence in your organization. It is important to tap into your human side and build your empathy muscle to ensure we hold people accountable, but we are taking every situation into consideration before we blindly write people up. It is extremely important to seek to understand before making a decision, but be present enough to know if you're being taken advantage of. If this is done well, your culture will improve and thrive, but if there's a misstep, it can cause a step back in cultural progress. Consistency and balance are key to avoid favoritism complaints and the cultural divide that it can cause. So what will you do differently? Is this something that you already do, flexing that empathy muscle? Do you normally take each situation into consideration, or do you just immediately hold people accountable without asking any questions? Have you seen this work well in the past? What pitfalls have you seen with this approach? Have you ever been on the other side, and your leader taking an empathetic approach changed how you felt? As you think about this, you'll see that this cultural building block is extremely important and necessary for your organization's progress. The next building block that we will discuss will be in Episode 4, Servant Leadership. Episode 4 will drop next Sunday. Please like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast. 
to my Instagram at leadinquarters for updates and email me with any questions or ideas that you may have for future episodes at leadinquarters at gmail.com. Remember, leadership is not about being perfect. It's about learning and growing alongside your team. Until next time.